Hi, this is MC Lobster, the creator and host of the Cashflow Ninja, and you're listening to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. I have some posts that get a lot of engagement, and I have others that don't. But like I said, through the process, it's just a lot of trial and error, and you have to be okay, and you can't take it personally. If something doesn't necessarily take off in one way, try a different way, or try it slightly different next time, and see if that works. This is Dream Chasers. Episode 96 with Naomi James. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Adam Carswell and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we interview individuals with supernatural amounts of potential based on early success in their careers. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell and today I'm joined by Naomi James. Naomi is the founder of Naomi James Performance Consulting. She was born and raised in Ajax, Ontario, went to Champlain College and Bishop's University in Sherbrooke. That's about an hour and a half away from Montreal, as she was informing me before the call. So that's cool. <laughs> and then Naomi finished her schooling, at least for now, maybe you're going to go get your PhD. I don't know, but she's got her master's <laughs> <laughs> from Ottawa University, which is uh, obviously in Ottawa. I almost said Ottawa because you know what, I'm just going to be honest. I'm, I'm still learning, like I said, my Canadian geography, but Ottawa is the capital of Canada and then also in Ontario, correct? It's not Quebec. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Sorry for all my Canadian listeners. You guys can make fun of me <laughs> later. Um, <laughs> Naomi now lives back in her beautiful hometown, Ajax, Ontario, which again, for my American and around the world listeners, Ajax is about 45 minutes east of Toronto, correct? That's right. That's okay. right. Okay. Cool, cool. So, Anyways, Naomi, thank you for being on the show. And do you have any opening remarks for my listeners? I just wanted to say thanks for having me and I'm ready to go. Awesome. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> so guys, uh, Amy, Amy, what's it, Amy? <laughs> Naomi and I first got connected through a dream chaser as well. I almost said former, but once you're a dream chaser, you're always a dream chaser. And that man's okay. name is Austin Chambers. Austin was on episode 77 of Dream Chasers and he's also from Ajax. He was the first Canadian, as far as my memory serves me, or at least since I moved to Newfoundland, the first that we had on the show. Great interview. Austin's doing some amazing things here in Newfoundland and actually really just across Canada. And I saw that, he, actually, you know what, Naomi? I don't even really remember what he posted, but he put something on social media that had you tied to it. And I was like, dude, can I get this person on Dream Chasers? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah. So um, now that I've kind of said that, if you want to fill in, the, fill in the blanks on anything for us getting connected, please go ahead. Yeah, so um, actually Austin and I actually went to school together when we were in elementary school and into high school, which honestly I even forgot. So sorry, Austin. I apologize. <laughs> and uh, he actually reposted my logo because, you know, I've, I've sort of been active for about a year now in terms of my company, but I sort of wanted to make it official. And so he did a nice thing, you know, fellow entrepreneur trying to support and he posted my logo. So that's what you would have seen um, and then we would have connected from there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he, and he reposted your logo and speaking of yeah. your logo and you know, it represents Naomi James performance consulting. Yeah, that's okay. You've been at it for, I think you told me about a couple of years now. Is that correct? Yeah, it's been two. Okay. So, you know, those first two years, you definitely learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about, you know, your business and what it is that you're, you're creating here. So, you know, yeah. how have the first couple of years been for you as a business owner? Um, you know what? They've been uh, really good. I think when you get started, obviously, you have a lot of high ambitions and, you know, you want to be successful super fast like everybody else does. And 
you know, you want to you wanna get there really quickly. And I think in the beginning, you can face a lot of setbacks. But I think it's been really awesome because over the last year, I've seen a lot of growth um, in terms of my partnerships and who I collaborate with and starting to gain traction now into year two, which has been really amazing. And I think it's really helped in terms of building resilience in me, which is ironic because that's what I do a lot with my clients. But I think Mm -hmm. it's actually this process has sort of helped me become more resilient and me just uh, become even more determined through all the setbacks to just keep pushing. Yeah, basically, you know, what you're doing is the experiences that you are going through are able to help you basically teach your clients the same things. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. And so what type of clients do you normally um, take on for your performance coaching? Oh, gosh. Um, that's a really great question. I think I'd have to tell you a little bit about my philosophy. Normally, traditionally, we take on athletes. The field is sport and performance psychology, so uh, mostly sports and performers. However, I believe that you're performing every single day, whether that be you know, in sports or in life, even things like business or everyday people looking to get physically active or just like high achievers who really want to better their life or their wellness. That's sort of my niche. To answer your question, but not really answer your question, everyone. (laughs) Um, But I do work with a lot of high level athletes and performers. Awesome. Are you, I know because of the industry, sometimes you have to kind of just protect the privacy of your clients, etc. Are there any... You, you, but you say, you know, you say, uh, it sounds like you could have some pretty cool athletes there on your, on your client list. Are you able to share any of their names? Uh, I can't. Okay. Um, I can share a couple of organizations that I work with. Uh-huh. Um, I currently work with Ontario Tech and a university team, sorry. So this is our inaugural year. So that's been really cool to start building a program from the ground up. I also work with MBYMP, which um, they're They've done a lot of cool workshops over the years and even uh, just over Christmas. They were in the Scotiabank Arena, you know, getting to meet some of the Raptors. They're affiliated with like MLSC and the 905. So it's been a really, really cool experience working with some of them because I get to meet a lot of interesting and really awesome people. But in terms of my specific clients, I wouldn't be able to say. I've worked with, though, like national level athletes. You know, I work with like anywhere from ages 10 and up pretty much. Wow. Even younger than that sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you do, in a way, you do have a pretty wide demographic of uh, individuals that you can, you can, I keep saying coach. Do you, can, do you refer to it as coaching or consulting? I know that's. Um, with Ontario <laughs> Tech, I do a little bit of both. I think you can think of me as a mental coach. I think some people see it, it's better for them to see it that way. Because if you say consultant, they're kind of, you know, sometimes they get a little confused. But I do sports psychology. And so I'm consulting. We call ourselves MPCs, which is mental performance consultant. I also do coach with Ontario Tech. So I have a dual role there. There you go. Cool. Yeah. Well, Naomi, we are now going to step into the next level chamber. All right, let's go. When did you realize that Naomi James performance consulting was something that you wanted to take to the next level? Oh, good question. Was, um, there, was there a defining shining moment? Yeah, I think 
being able to just see some of the work that I had done over the past year and people telling me that it's been beneficial has been really helpful. I wouldn't say there was like a defining moment, but I would say everything since I got introduced to this field has sort of helped build. Um, And I think this past Christmas, I was just sort of reflecting and I thought, you know what, like, I got to keep going and I have to keep pushing because I felt like people were, it was gaining a lot of traction. I was getting a lot of good feedback, like just even every day on like the things that I repost, you know, like it was just a lot of words of encouragement from people that I never really expected it to be from. So that was really awesome for me. And that kind of helped push me more towards this direction and now trying to take it to the next level. There we go. And I noticed you used the word repost there. And we have a lot of business owners and professionals that have been through the show um, and listen listen to the show. And one of the key things, and I'm sure you've definitely realized this for yourself, is not only having a social media presence, but having one that, you know, makes it look like you know what the heck you're doing on social media too. Um, And and I'd say that you definitely do a great job with that. So what are like some pieces of advice, I guess, that you would give to anyone who's looking to grow their brand through social media and not, you know, not just Instagram, but it could be any, any platform. I really think you should use your platforms. This is not even a piece of information that comes from me, but if you guys all know Gary Mm Vee, he has so much information on just like using your platforms wisely. Sometimes, you know, I I use Twitter to post on Instagram, you know, and, and things like that. Consistency is probably my biggest piece of advice that I could give anybody it doesn't really matter what you're posting. Sometimes it matters more so that every single day they're going to see what you post, right? Because I think we get caught up sometimes in, oh, are they going to want to see this? Are they not going to want to see this? So just being consistent, I think is really important. And understanding that it's going to be trial and error. I have some posts that get a lot of engagement and I have others that don't. But like I said, for me, I'm becoming resilient and I'm learning through the process it's just a lot of trial and error and you have to be okay and you can't take it personally. If something doesn't necessarily take off in one way, try a different way or try it slightly different, you know, next time and see if that works. Yeah. And I love the emphasis you put there on consistency just because, you know, if you really look at any successful individual business project, that's, you know, that really sometimes is about 90% of where the success does come from. It's just, your clients, your followers, people around you. Yeah. They just they just want to know is Adam or is is Naomi serious about this thing that they're doing and I think I know exactly. for me when I when I first started and I feel like it's just like this when you first get started with anything but you just feel like you don't know a whole lot. Um you wonder if anyone's paying attention or if anyone's watching. Yeah. Uh, you definitely get discouraged a lot more often in the early stages yes. than you know, yeah. later on and but man, I can't remember. I have a, a close friend that once said something to me like at first, they recognize you. Second, they laugh at you. And third, they join you or something yeah. like that. Yeah, or <laughs> and, they tell uh, people that they know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever had, I've, I've definitely had some experiences in the past where I was starting something new or, you know, pushing away yeah. at it. And you do get to that phase where maybe people are laughing at you or you're getting some haters and stuff. And it definitely feels good to persevere through that phase. I don't know if you have any relatable stories to that. Oh, yeah. I I think that's all the time. I think sometimes it's hard sometimes on social media because, you know, like people are definitely supportive and they want to support you, but they also don't necessarily understand, which is why, again, I, I always stress the importance of just the consistency and like being a presence. 
it's just really interesting because you've got, I get a lot of people that say, well, is that even a real job? And I'm like, yes, (laughs) yes it is, right? But it's, I think nowadays, and we're in the age and the millennium or whatever you want to call it, where we can make some of these things more, you know, like it can be a full-time job. It's going to take a lot of work and it's not going to be in the traditional route that I think we're used to seeing. So I think it can come in sometimes where people are kind of like, yeah, okay, like that's what you do. Like, but how are you like sustaining yourself? You know what I mean? How do you even make this work long-term? Like you should probably get this is my favorite one. You should probably get a real job. And I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. Right. But then later on, you know, like even in the last, again, like couple of months, I've been gaining so much traction. And sometimes it's not even that people hate on you. Sometimes I find, but they'll randomly tell you that they actually do see you and they see what you're doing. You know what I mean? And like they're acknowledging you, but it never comes when you're expecting it. It always comes randomly. They'll like see you in person or they'll message you and they'll be like, Hey, you know, keep doing big things. Like I, I see you posting constantly. Like I love your stuff. I love what you do. Like keep going. Great advice, you know. So it's definitely been interesting. And sometimes you get people who are like, eh, maybe you should consider something else. And then you get other people where they won't necessarily hate on you, but they're also not saying anything until just like random moments. Yeah, man. I, I just... I love what you're saying because I can relate to it <laughs> so much. Yeah. And I, I had a moment like that, I want to say like two or three weeks ago, where I was, I was out and I ran into someone and they were like, oh, you're back in town. And I'm like, yeah, wait, what? Like, how, how did you, I mean, you know, obviously they're, they're, I guess they're following me on social media, but I had no idea that this person was following me or keeping up with me. And they were like, yeah, I saw you were doing this, you're doing that. And so you get yeah. these people that are watching you that are super quiet. And, exactly. Uh, it just catches you off guard, but it's really, really important, at least to me, when, when things like that do happen. Because, and I just feel like you know, I'm still kind of in the beginning phase of a lot of this. And yeah, you just wonder when you put stuff out there, like who the heck is listening? Who's watching? <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, that's cool. And then yeah, the real the real job thing is is funny as well. And um, you know, I would say you and I both we're really in a position where we're pretty pretty blessed. And there's more people like us starting to kind of surface right now. But for example. Um, and you know, this interview is probably not going to go live till early to mid February, but you know, we're recording it on January 21st and we're in the middle of a snowmageddon here in Newfoundland <laughs> and keep using this number, but you know, 90% of the people around me right now have no way to make money right now because they can't go anywhere. And, yeah. um, you know, thankfully because of whatever direction it is that, that God has led us, uh, you know, we're able to hop on a microphone or a computer and, and do what we got to do to provide for ourselves. So I'd say for anyone listening too, if you're looking to, um, you know, have a more remote focused type of job, I'm sure mm-hmm. Naomi, Naomi could help coach you in that direction. And, and, and so could I. So, you know, make sure you definitely reach out to, I, I want to drive traffic to her because she's the guest, right? You can always reach out to <laughs> me, <laughs> but make sure you reach out to Naomi. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, that's cool. Naomi, who are some, uh, I'd say some people that have inspired you along the way. Do you have a couple of role models or leaders in your life? Oh gosh. Um, yeah. We have plenty, I don't but think like. <laughs> they necessarily think they are um, my role models. Actually, one of the coaches that I work with is, is really inspiring to me. Um, she's our, she's a head coach of our uh, Ontario tech team. And I just see her persevere very often. She's super organized. Um, she really has her, her stuff together just to see her really strongly 
forging ahead regardless of the fact, you know, I, I think this is not necessarily the case anymore. Or I think we're moving away from it. But, you know, to be a female head coach, you know, to try to make your mark as a woman is still something that is, it's coming to light. Like we're getting there, definitely building traction and we're kind of removing those barriers. But there still is some, you know, I think stigma sometimes surrounding those types of positions. Um, so I really do uh, look up to her. Some, I, I think some of the people are, I don't really know. There's another uh, NPC that I follow that I, I just think is really, really inspiring. He's obviously a professional and he's really well known. Uh, his name is Justin Sua. And like everything he posts, I love. Like I, I just find myself really driven and like I'm very propelled, you know, when I, when I read his posts or his, or his uh, tweets. Mm -hmm. So he's somebody I definitely look up to. Also, I think I, I have a couple of friends that I definitely look up to. There's a, again, they're mostly NPCs because I think seeing people in my field doing great things uh, really is, has been really motivational for me and kind of helps me keep going in moments of, you know what I mean? Doubt. Cause I'm not going to pretend like they don't happen. <laughs> um, her name is uh, Lan and she's doing really big things in Montreal and, and she's just one of the most resilient individuals that I've met to date being around her and sort of having those talks and bouncing ideas off of, um, it's been really awesome. And she really inspires me to, to be my best consulting self as well. So I'd say probably those three. Awesome. And yeah. was this, the second one was, you said his name was Justin Sua? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's uh, the head. I don't want to say his name wrong. I think it's Tampa Bay Rays. He's sort of the, the head consultant there. And I just, oh. I love his stuff. Yeah. He's great. Nice. Cool. Well, I want to focus in on it one more time quickly here again, just for anyone listening right now that is looking to get focused on, you know, really their life or their business. Again, what type of uh, individuals do you want to have reach out to you? Anybody looking to better themselves or their performance. Like I said, I think life is truly a performance every day. You've got to wake up and, and you've got to figure out how you're going to be your best self. So if that's something you're interested in, whether you be an athlete, maybe you're in the performing arts, maybe you play video games, which is a sport now it's an yeah. e-sport so you know looking to get in, maybe into better shape all of those things or just you know wanting to improve your overall daily life reach out to me and and let's connect thank you yeah. well i got three fun questions here to close this one out and give everyone a chance to get to know get to know naomi a little bit more okay um, i'm gonna fire them off just all in a row and then you can you can answer them in whichever order you like but uh okay. so the first one is what is your favorite fruit? Second question is what is your favorite thing about the game of basketball? And third question is what is your favorite part about your hometown, Ajax? Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, all of these are really hard questions. Uh, my favorite fruit has to be mango. Okay. I was really debating pineapple, but I think overall mango takes takes the cake for me. Um, it's my all-time favorite. And if you ever get a chance to go to Jamaica, they're really amazing <laughs> in the mountains. So I'd say mangoes are my All favorite. Right. Something really great about my hometown. Well, I like that it's sort of suburban, but it's also still smaller than I would say like a full city. So I think like there's like the lake, you know, there's still stuff to do. It's still sort of, it's like a, it's like halfway point. Again, Ajax is pretty small. A lot of people say it's boring, but I, I kind of, that's my favorite thing about it is that 
you know, there are still a decent amount of people here, but it's not like downtown Toronto. So it's not super crazy, but it's not super quiet either. Cool. And my favorite thing about basketball, is this like a, just like general question? Like, is it about specifically about the sport? Oh man. I mean, it's, it's whatever comes to mind really. Oh gosh. I've okay. got i uh, I've got, for example, I've got sports center playing in the background right now and I, every now and I lose, <laughs> I lose focus and I look over, I just saw Jalen Brown dunk on LeBron last night. That was pretty cool. So you could be oh, like, yeah, you yeah, yeah. that's my mean, favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. LeBron's my favorite player. So, which is, I know it's probably going to be really controversial, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, that one hurt a little bit. It wasn't like a super crazy dunk, but it was definitely, uh, that's, it, it I, I don't know if I've seen anyone do that to LeBron before. That's pretty I, yeah I, I like yeah i can't i can't comment because um <laughs> you know like there's just like he wasn't really fully going for it you know right. he was sort of like sort of contesting but i know people would be like yeah okay Naomi, you're just mad <laughs> i'm not that mad but like yeah my favorite thing about basketball i think is just how much of a dynamic sport it really is like it is so it's very high tempo it's always changing constantly. Um, and I think you have to make the adjustments to me, like basketball is a, is a very big mental game. Mm -hmm. Like I, I truly believe all sports are, but with basketball, you have to be able to be present in almost every moment and you have to be able to shift your thinking very quickly from like play to play and second to second. So I think that's really awesome. It makes it very, the momentum can shift very easily, you know what I mean? And it makes it, it makes you really, it challenges you, I think, a lot. And that's my, my favorite thing about basketball. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm definitely biased on that one too, but I, I definitely feel like, I, actually, I don't, I don't know if I told you that, but I, I played a significant amount of basketball in my past. And, oh, um, did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, well, well I'll, uh, I'll give you some fun facts after the interview. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's a great sport you know, it's just completely transformed my life. So I could go on and on about <clears throat> why it's the best, but you know, yep. I'm sure there's people out there that could prove me wrong, <laughs> so, but I'm with uh, you. you know. I'm with you. That's yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll just stay on this side and you know, until proven <laughs> otherwise. We're good. We go. Awesome. Well, Naomi, thank you so much again for coming on the show. What is the, if you had to give out one way, one single best way for any of my listeners to follow up and get in touch with you, what would be the best yep. way? Um, I would say on any of the social media platforms, either Instagram or Twitter, it's my, my handle is Naomi James. Um, that's N-A-O-M-I underscore M-P-C on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm really open for people to just send me a DM and we can connect that way. That's probably the best way. All right. Awesome. Twitter yeah. and IG. Exactly. You must, you must be a true millennial. I, <laughs> I mean, no, but yes. <laughs> Great. Oh, yeah. Naomi, one more time. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, we may, we'll make sure we send awesome, awesome, Austin, some awesome <laughs> blessings as well. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. Guys, thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. We will catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say and do, take it to the next level. <laughs>